What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast. And today, we have a really special guest in the studio. Listen, this man is up here for a big festival this weekend. We're going to talk about that shortly, but you see this man here? He's a recording artist, a producer, a songwriter. You can hear him rap, you hear him sing, you hear him DJ, you hear him do everything under the sun. This man's catalog is so crazy. Eight albums plus and counting. You know we have in the building today? We have Conscience Kandan in the building today. What's going on, Big Boss? What's going on, fam? What you doing? We're good. You're good? I never rap. Huh? I never know my rap, but oh, you don't know. We're, we're going to talk. Hold on. I got something for you. <laughs> don't know, worry. I know. I know. I can't deny. I know you have some kind of receipt once you say that. Away. Yeah. But anyway, we'll go. Good to go. Mm-hmm. Usually, we like to take it from beginning. But before we even get there, I know right now, we're just coming out of the pandemic. All right? Yeah. For the past, say, three years. Yeah. How did the pandemic treat you in particular? Rough, man. Just mm-hmm. like anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, because... Is that thing where you never did expect it. People never feel it real. That's the first thing. Yeah. And by the time we realize it real, it's like it, it, the shocking moment. You know what I mean? Everything shut down. We never see the world like this yet. So just like with Clark, everybody, see him, it, it hit me, man. When you first heard about it, how long did you think, okay, we're, we're going to be down for? Um. Well, again, first of all, I never believe none. Yeah. So when my day at Jamaica and them say airport shut down, you know, me, I say, yeah. okay, this thing looks serious. And them say, you can't go out the road. Yeah. We say, all right, two weeks, three weeks. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's maximum. Because we, that, we look on it as a little relief, too. You know what I mean? For Time the schedule down. get, you know what I mean? Yeah, you get what I say? Yeah. And then it, we realize, say, now nah, open up back and then they must show where people are dead off more. And we say, oh, what is this? And at <laughs> what point did you really realize, say, okay, this is. This doesn't seem to be going away. Was it at the six months mark, the four months? Where did this like, okay, come on now. You guys are ODing with this thing. But a month and a half yeah. in. Mm-hmm. I started really take it serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember when I first heard about it, I said, okay, a couple weeks. Yeah. Six weeks at the most. Some people were telling me two, three, four, or five months. I said, are you crazy, boss? Yeah. Boss. And it turned into three years. Damn, three years, though. When we see people start mash up one another for toilet paper, I remember that because them go to a little phase where everybody I get crazy for toilet paper. We say this no look right, then something go on here. Something. And then you know we see the whole world start shut down and yeah. it reach or reach right at our doorstep too. Then we say all right, mm-hmm. yeah, it dread. What did you learn about yourself in that that quiet time? Because that's the only thing I could quiet, call it quiet. Because you're always on the go, on the move. What did you learn specifically about yourself? Something you probably might have learned. Firstly, I learned uh, as an individual way, growing up, I would have said me as an introvert. I really learned, say, I love people. I mm-hmm. learned that I love people because I start to miss the presence of people. Mm-hmm. And not just my immediate so, um, people like family and everything. You, know, you get that early, you miss your family early. But me as a man where I used to missing my family, because mm-hmm. I tour. But I start realize that this artist thing has become somewhat of a jug to me, when I need people. So when you can't reach out and touch people, I start feeling it. Yeah. And it start working. I made a certain way. I start think too much, overthink. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And certain situations where 
did need for fixing in my life was start dive down in them you know, and start think too much too much alone time and mm-hmm. yeah people people important man for sure especially as you said your job is yeah. to be in front of people right. when people are going out to party that's when you're going to work yeah you know what i mean yeah what was the best thing about the pandemic for you music yeah yeah because my lockdown in my studio mm-hmm. at jamaica so you know we had about 70 odd song 80 song yeah just diving into music yeah it was really the music because i know you're an artist that music and visuals for you go hand in hand yeah from i mean from beginning your first your first breakout song winner music video yeah what i mean pandemic's cool i want to take it to the beginning now i know you grew up in duaney park yeah how what was it like growing up back then well you can start it before that to me grew up in an upper camp kingston that, jamaica okay yeah, so this you know, yeah, as a little youth, a baby, you know, that are the safest place in a Kingston. So, you know, say, um, the lifestyle is one type of lifestyle, and then move by Sherlock, about 2000 when the war hot. <laughs> so, you move around the safest place in a Kingston. To the to be, you, you wake up and grow up now. When Kana beat on a soldier train, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, um, it basically starts out. Uh, you know, up at camp, father was a soldier, and their lifestyle, it, it was not strict, nothing. Me, me hate um, authority because I see authority so much everywhere. But usually, if your parents are in the army and stuff like that, that's usually discipline and authority is the first and foremost yeah. in most people's lives at that time. Then. No, no, it have the opposite effect for me. Most of my friends in up at camp. Uno ton soldier mm-hmm. in a some kind of um, military or some you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But me the them time it just made me despise authority and it did not affect me in a school too. Eh? Mm-hmm. Me no wanna call them and sir and them something. <laughs> 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 yeah, it affected me rough man mm-hmm. as a little youth. So what were you okay, cause you said father's father's a soldier. So what were you actually doing in upper camp at that time there? Be a little youth. Mm-hmm. You know, run up and down all about barefoot and then we start go to school and you know, we start dealing with sports and galting and regular life. You know, I mean, it wasn't no, you know, grow up. The only difference is when you're there, your yard, mm-hmm. you, 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 you don't get the realities of, of life where other people have run out of them yard because you know, pay bills. <laughs> you know, pay bills. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Certain type of living in a day, you know, upper camp, them time there. Mm-hmm. So even when we move out of camp now and then as a, as a teenager, and dive into the lifestyle at first. It was wildness in a, in a first. You know, I mean, enough different influence, go enough different way mm-hmm. when we shouldn't go. And but I think both experiences put together kind of give me a nice balance in our life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Were you were you actually you so were you somewhere before Upper Camp? No, in a belly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you're back. <laughs> you're basically born in Upper. Suja Camp. Pitney. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what was your mom into back then also? Um, them time that she, she they are foreign cosmetologist, she had a little ear thing and you know what I mean, come a foreign and work for people and them something and send in, send back our money and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a fair thing. And it was just you and Delos at that time there? Me and Delos and my little brother for a little while and then my little brother jump out, mm-hmm. stay with his mother, 
and I just remember read of them time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it was three boys. Yeah. Are you guys were you guys close in age back then? Um four years apart. All that, away. That, that's think. that's close. Me and my sister, that's what we are four years. So we share a lot of the same memories and experiences. They might remember something that I don't, I might remember something they don't. Mm. But four years gives you a good that's a good enough. Well all me remember about Delos is me get enough beaten with uh, in cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then him old enough for when my when turn teenager and I turn big man, him still can't take on my girl them and them thing then. So him kind of rough me up yeah. as a little youth and show me how life really work. You know what I mean? And and then when me become a big man and him a big man now, it's like I just two two big man apart and you know. Little brother, big brother vibes, you know. But that's how you have to go through that at yeah. first just to realize, okay, now we're at age where we're two big men. Yeah. You understand? Mm. So, okay, so you left camp now, got to Sherlock. Do you remember what it was like the first night in Sherlock? Now, this is a totally different world than what you were yeah. used to? Yeah. The very first night, um, that thing when you um, we, we, we come out of the house and say, we walk around the community. You <laughs> <laughs> see? I will walk, go up Sherlock. See, and them call out, there's a bottom Sherlock, walk, come around, doing the drive. Waterhouse, no, sorry, Waterhouse Drive, go cross, go on up the ball field. Mm -hmm. I never know, say, the hot ground them the way I walk up. You see me walk all around the place and say, mm -hmm. we are looking and I look and see if we see no girl and them thing. Like, I you know you're reaching a new place, I say, all right, first thing, where you girl them there? Yeah. So we up and down and walk around and around and, you know what I mean, some place look grimy, some place look nice. And we just, we just walk and make a walk and come around back easy. Mm -hmm. Then that same night, then the money was right through and shoot up the building. <laughs> so I said, oh, them ball game they play, all right. <laughs> because clearly you guys are used to guns, but you're not used to yeah. just wild guns. Right. Good gun thing I was used yeah. to. Yeah. But as I said, them type of something, you, you wake up now and say, oh, what happened? And say, oh, mm -hmm. you can't dead. Okay, all right. Different story. Yeah, man, a different ball game I play. Garrett, everything now. So did you start, how old were you when you got to Sherlock? Um, I don't remember, I would have said, about two more years left in high school. I left high school when I was 16. Mm -hmm. So about... 14 40, About 13, 13, 13 14, 14. Yeah. So what was it like now going to school and having to go back to Sherlock at that time? Now you're in the free world. What was that experience like? And what school were you going to at that time? I said the free world. Them time I go excel someone. And, but at them time they had niceness to me still because right away when you reach in a place, mm -hmm. you don't know the dog. Them to say, all right, then you tell artists. Then we can play ball. Mm -hmm. Then the girl them start taking on to it. So it's like, man, I try, you, you, you develop your ratings mm -hmm. a certain way. Then me I go excel. I think me alone did I go excel. Um, on the whole road. So me, me just look different from everybody I got to school and you know what I mean? We naturally know how to move and stay to yourself when I time to stay to yourself and mm -hmm. no make no, no, no trouble and that's before, you know what I mean? You get to know everybody but have fun because I'm just the new set of girl. Yeah. And in doing the part girl now I just want new set of girl now you get involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So girl, that was the, the, the real um, thing that stand out mm -hmm. in the and early days. And even you now, get into the area, you look different than a lot of people in the area. Did they try to test you or what was that welcoming party like back then? I wouldn't say we look different because the militancy where we have, it not really show up on with persona. 
are just situations or we deal with situations and I said mm-hmm. we deal with things different from how some man deal with it. But we get test one a, pl- a place named Vietnam, which is the football field. Mm-hmm. Back so to over, the football field. So over there, so you get your test now. Mm-hmm. Wanna, you know what I mean? Anytime you wanna play with Russian and them waist and so if you are if you are beat, mm-hmm. you will get exposed over this or no. So that's how we get the testing up on the basketball court. But now no street testing never really go on until I don't mention a part of the interview there. But yeah. we don't really get the street testing. Yeah. Yeah. That time they're cool. Oh no. Girls, I'm Sherlock, you're in the free world doing your stuff yeah. now. What did you think or what do you want to become growing up now? What did you figure say, okay, I'm after school, this is what I'm gonna Not become. one nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Not one thing. Nothing. Like we left school and I said, all right. Um, you know, say we move go, go show a lot now and we pay rent. We live with a granny, you know, but we pay rent same way. Mm, you have to help out. Yeah. So we do enough little work. And I think we actually get accepted to teachers college. But you don't know the money never did if you do that. Mm-hmm. So we just try a bag of thing, man. Anything my brother get up to there and say, I did some other that me I do too. He say, yo, go with on fireman. Mm-hmm. You get up, take fireman test all sort of something the day we're not going to do. Um figure do the final day where couldn't give blood cause we have tattoo. So I saw we not on the fireman. <laughs> <laughs> I did some fireman thing done. You know what I mean? Whole lipa thing, whole lipa yeah. rungs, whole lipa different wrong road too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As youth where you just I, I try to figure it out. Exploring, figuring out, seeing what works, see what doesn't work. I like this, I don't like this type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So when did you discover music? When did music enter your life then? Music actually in my brother life from from the last years in our upper camp. Mm-hmm. And me just a follow him. Go do anything what he might do. Mm-hmm. So, me would say him an artist from them time there, and me a two artists <laughs> from them time there. You see me? And yeah. it spill over in, when we reach a show like now, then dance all come right away foot, because we see it now. We never see the second camp, but we see soundback string up now, where I see Stone Love string up and a play, where I see Roadblock, where I see Baby Sham that drive past, where I see, you know what I mean? The whole of them something now, where I see no one, we see what, me never used to beat Dexter School and sing. But I book up also on youth at Boston one day and them say, Yeah, we know you a long time no dog used to beat Dex and I say, Oh no, I'm a liar. If I'm a ball game and girl, yeah. you don't know me from you don't know me as nothing at school. Yeah. So dance all come right away foot now. So we start we start get a little props now as youth we are artists mm-hmm. in the community. Because I thought they used to keep dances in Upper Camp at one time. No, I was too young for that. Right. Me can't come out of the house. Yeah. So, and then by the time I start coming road, I just sports my deal with Gal. Right. Gal that. Okay, so then sports was, did you ever think you were going to become like a professional? Football, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, where did that go left for you? Knee injury. Mm-hmm. That's usually the first, it's usually an injury that gets you out of the race. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad for that to say that from early because I feel like I would be one of them ball the way. As I don't mean, I mean, recover well from injury. Mm. So I know mean, say it wouldn't it would work, work out. out for me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Delos now he's the one as the artist and stuff. Was he taking it serious at that time or he just like, yo, show you I could DJ, I could do man, this I too. do it. Mm-hmm. The man never really taking nothing at all serious. Mm-hmm. He's just a man who just a cruise through life. You know what I mean? And I do him thing and if him say yo this 
I'm dedicated now wherever I'm still, but in terms, I take it serious. Like if it's not going, I'm going to go. them vibes. Like, one split for him good. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say, I, when we realize say, this thing can make real money, then me become this obsessive person now and start getting obsessed over music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who were you listening to back then? Whether artists or sound or what were you listening to where you say, okay, I like this? Everything. Um, like I said, Baby Sham, them, Beanie Man, all right, you name it, from Sizzler to Berries, mm-hmm. from hip-hop to R&B to pop to soul, MTV and beat. We just get cable, you yeah. know, them time there. So, you know, MTV, BET, I live mm-hmm. on them thing, the Sean Parler and Beyonce, a, a, a ton of our plays, like Lil Wayne, them just come, like, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that was your thing, because I know you sing, you yeah. sing Jay, you DJ, and sometimes rap. We'll talk about rapping. Yeah. Which one was the first one you attempted to do? Sing J. Sing J. For sure. And I think, no, I lie, DJ. DJ. Yeah, DJ. Because one time I swear me, I want bad man DJ. Cartel them bus and and, yeah. and do one of them bus and I idolize them and then one I say, all right, every, every lyrics are double rhyme and similar and the voice I feel tough up no one. Mm-hmm. Yo, who for that look, who for clash? <laughs> Yeah, me that in the first half, but mm-hmm. then we get a hit in a Japan now where kind of curved the direction of of, of, what, of of where I was going. Okay, so then how did you even get into studios at that time there? Because you guys obviously say, okay, I'm going to take it serious. And the name of the duo that time was Soldier? Soldier, S-O-J. How did you guys even come up with that there? Soldier. I come from camp. Mm-hmm. My name is Carlos Soji. So we say we're a soldier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then... Sons of Ja was it the, the, <laughs> the like a breakdown feed. Okay. Zane, um, we start got a couple studio till we end up at Cash Flow Studio over over Corville now. Mm-hmm. Start walk across and link them and book a studio and record or song them. Okay, so at that time Cash Flow was more of a anybody could go in that's paying for their studio time paying, and do what you want to do. If you're paying, you're going in. So you missed the whole error of having to stand up at Studio Gate, waiting for somebody to give you a, an audition before mm-hmm. they let you in. Studio, the um, <laughs> gate man is broken up man's hand and all that. So you missed all of that. You know, sir, that's why I'm so lenient with, yeah. with evil, the, the new youth, them nowadays in the music. Because you see this authority thing when man I try to have over them and I try to dictate how them for do them life. Mm-hmm. Me know for a fact if me did for audition for say a King Jam is or say a, no matter how I feel, I'm talented and believe in myself. Mm-hmm. This, this, um, the way I despise authority, I know for sure I would not be an artist. Mm-hmm. I never left it up to a man to say, all right, you're bad, come. If, if, for me, it was all about figuring out a way to do it myself. To get in. Yeah. How did you guys even discover Cashflow Studio over there? I don't remember, you know. Mm-hmm. But they were, they were pretty popular. Them alone have studio like, I don't know, them, you know, I had them time still, them time there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that was just, I, I can't recall the, the whole story of how I figured out Cash Flow Studio. Because how I even came across you, uh, Neil from Cash Flow, yeah. he sent me an envelope with your, did you guys put out a mixtape that time with Winner on it? Quite a number of mixtapes. Okay. Yeah. That time he sent me an envelope with Winner, some headshots, and at that time, you guys had different, it was Conscience and Delos, but you still kind of had the soldier 
attached to it a bit at that time there yeah. also. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So how did you guys even come up with this hit that connected in Japan? I don't know. Them time, I was going to say, we try everything. Mm-hmm. Um, today, we're a hardcore DJ. Mm-hmm. If we stand up wrong store, Rasta, we're a Rasta. If we, <laughs> so every for our music, we're do it. Yeah. All of that, really and truly, all of that come from just the, the fact that we love music as fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And whenever I have direction for say, all right, you look like this, so you sing, sing some song like this and... Everything was trial and error. So we just try things and I do things. Mm-hmm. And we believe in our good music. So regular around the place to Fifth Element and Chuck Fender and mm-hmm. them. So this was the 04, 05-ish yeah. time here. Yeah, so whatever around the place, we you know that we can do that. And by the time we do a CD and come here and drop it on the block, it has been on the block non-stop. Mm. So we would start the reggae, we start the dance hall, and then we just we just get a reggae rhythm one day and we just tear it. And it was history. I mean, I know it reached Japan. Yeah. Because you even did an album, an exclusive album, you guys, for Soldier, for Japan. Yeah. Was that was the after. one Luciano was on? I think so, yeah. Uh, how did that do for you You're guys? bad woman right there, man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How did, so how did the album and stuff do for you guys? Did you guys start flying to Japan? From the single. Actually, the single prompted the first tour. Mm-hmm. From a tour? Yeah, we'll do a, yeah, we'll do a one-month tour mm-hmm. from the single alone. Because you want to know some dope plates start coming. Mm-hmm. And we realize, say, yo, dope plate, I want them time now. Go four bills them time now. And them time they may work. Mm-hmm. And my brother, I work in my security. I may work in our lab. What do you mean a lab? A lab, like, I mean, that's easy, man. <laughs> I work in a lab, my friend. <laughs> See? Let <laughs> <laughs> me say, I do everything, good yeah. or bad. Yeah. When I get into it, see, so me I work in a lab, but me I get called and I say, yo, dub plate and mm-hmm. dub plate are four bills and you pay for a month at three bills. When you current, when you really, really so, can't so work. clearly, my man just done it work, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I say, yo, music, try to mm-hmm. figure out how to get some more four bills after this. Mm-hmm. So that that interesting interest from the Japanese sound them make we, um we end up reach a Japan. My brother there online one day and a man email him and say, yo, I want to do a tour. Mm-hmm. And actually, he wasn't a security team, he was a, a control a, uh, IT person at Sportsmax. We don't know how he gets in this and either. But in the drone, there are Sportsmax yeah. around control room. And so he ended up on the internet. Mm-hmm. And yeah. At that time, there, so you guys did the tour, everything came back. Because I think it was only one album you guys put out as Soldier. Right. Okay. That was 05. So then it was 05. Eight, three years after that is when you got to break with Winner. Winner. Do you guys, it's hard to break up as brothers, but what happened to Soldier at that time where you now, you're conscious, conscience at that time? Yeah. We actually did two albums. We end up doing next, the first tour of Europe too. A and Europe then one. do an album with Air Vibration them in a Europe. Mm. Seeing so we do, we do an album together in a Japan and one together in a Europe. Two of them go great. Um, but then we just reach, we just returned to Jamaica and we just way more obsessed over it than him. And him just a laid back youth mm-hmm. and me just get up every day and try to max out, max out, max out the day. It's mm-hmm. me and so we end up deciding to say, all right, solo career and we still have to do soldier work because we still have somewhere ready for go, to go up an album. Zine, but then we not forward no recession come, which is an important part of it. Yeah. Recession shake up the whole thing. Mm-hmm. 
um, I saw the song name Winner come out. Yeah, because, yeah, you're right. 08 was when everything crashed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I came out. But this was actually for Cashflow now. So you yeah. were no longer just going and recording, do your stuff. Yeah. You're now connecting as a artist. Say, okay, Cashflow said, come in, come record. Right. Why did they decide to actually link with you? Say, okay, I see what you guys are doing. Let's do something else over here. I wouldn't say it was a case like that. I think we were, we were just friends them time. They were up mm. and down. Like, we pushed down people at gate for getting them in for play. Mm. <laughs> them type of, up and down, I carry mm. poetry, carry Neil poetry, and that or something. We were just bridging them time there. And nobody never think, say, yo, the thing I got bigger. I don't even not aspire for that, really. Man, just I get up every day and I do music and I say, what's next? You just wanted to make sure you could collect your four bills. Four bills with double it more. Yeah. And yeah, I think as far as the door, right? That's so you know, really, mm -hmm. I think, you know, that was the vision for me at least. Me, I, you know, I mean, them time I saw me pray. So then now, winner came out and took off. Yeah. How did you know winner really started to bubble in the streets now? Because I was there. Mm -hmm. So we had car go everywhere. Um, the CD where you probably get same cash flow of the the printer. I mean, left Sherlock go over they go sit down and print the CD them. You know what I mean? We have a bridging named Pablo. Mm -hmm. I think Pablo used to manage cash flow. He used to help with him get him show where a place where we can go buy a CD, we we'll buy a CD, print up CD. And we literally I take the CD and I put it in a people's hands. So I so, know I see first and say that it'll get big. Some selector start play it all about. People start link with a double plate now in Jamaica. So I know say the thing I get real. Okay, so at that time you were doing more Japanese and European sound double right. plate at that time there. Got Around me, I had hide money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who was the first big song that you did a dub for and you actually said, okay, now we're getting somewhere? Uh, for Winner? Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know? Yeah. I think I can't, I can't recall, but I know so the first time I heard it on radio mm -hmm. was, um, no, that's not the first time. But the biggest time in here parade was Nicky Z them in the morning. Okay. Nicky Z really sent it to a radio and then everybody said, all right, mm -hmm. this is it, you know. But yeah. in terms of the biggest sound, yeah. remember one fully loaded, it play every, every sound play. And, yeah. if, and if it plays, it play about 17 times. Uh, half of that time they had dub played. Mm -hmm. Some man had cut the dub for kill that sound and then he that sound and kill him back with that sound. Counteraction and the counter, <laughs> yeah. counteraction and, and the counter. Some falling in love with dub played yeah. thing too. Mm -hmm. Yeah man. And sound, sound, the sound man them, them definitely take that song to a next level man. Yeah. Nicky Z blast it on the radio, Kurt Riley them, mm -hmm. and then the selector them, them interesting that really push it through the, through the roof. Mm -hmm. At that time there, because I know everything is bubbling now. Before we even get too far in the conversation, your name, Conscience. How did you come up with that name and even the spelling of the name? My brother and him friend him. Mm -hmm. Because it, it was a time where if I met no move, me one, I'd have the reasoning behind it. Mm. So I guess I saw the name come, Conscience. And me, me kind of switch up the, the spelling. Okay, so you... They said conscience as in conscience, conscience. But yeah. you said, okay, artist-wise, now I got to fix it up so it looks. Yeah. Yeah. That way there. All right. Mm. Cool. Got the name. Everything is bubbling. So then now, winner came out. Did you start to travel when that came out? Or what was your next moves at that time there? Winner came out and then Jamaica started falling in love. It, was not, it wasn't a Sherlock doing a park, Spanish town thing, because 
there was a, a station named Music Plus. Mm-hmm. Music Plus, you know, them side around the Portmore, doing the park, Kingston 20. And Ari TV, I played now, I spread across the island. Hype TV, them I spread across the island. Mm-hmm. And Jamaica start falling in love with this song now. To play on the radio. They, they selected them. Hey, you know what, crazy? Mm-hmm. Just how may I relate this to you now, mm-hmm. I show with the, the difference in our music now because so much stages, I sang, I forgot you, forget big. Them time they know, <laughs> just post it. Post it on Instagram, yeah. man. So it's like that. you missed the whole build up there, it just happened tomorrow, and that's why them, it kind of not last as long, I guess. So you missed the. The King Jam is waiting at a gate 45. Thanks you missed that era there. Yeah. But then you had an era where you still had to work a record. It was hard to work because mm-hmm. there was no big name for, for Carrier Grand Station. I said, yo, I him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. At that point there. Early in your career, a name that's almost, even to this day, that's always in the same space with you would be Charlie Black. Yeah. Okay. When did Charlie Black, you actually notice him? Because it's almost like from you did Winner and he put out um, Riches here. Yes, yeah. it was almost like you guys did were inexplicably linked at that time there for some strange reason. Yeah. We don't know. Me, me, me always feel like, by right, I should have bad mind Charlie Black and say, hey, man, hey, I would have boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, but then when we, from the winner, mm-hmm. because winner create this money segment you now where everybody say, oh, money song, money song. Charlie Black say, I'm in a rich this year. Sirani say, all right, you feel your bad. I'm mm-hmm. going to be stinking rich. Cartel say, oh, them boy, what is I do? Me no bad rich. What me not? So it's like, mm-hmm. but when you start go to dance them now, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to feel bad because how the, the, we always see money segment really I take the dance hall and create a nice, you know what I mean, a nice energy in a dance. Which wasn't there before. There wasn't a slow hip hop sounding nothing, and there wasn't a song where really a highlight. What money vibes and you know so at that kind of make me say all right, me now I gotta try bust off Charlie Ed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Because if you look and again, it's not until you really pay close attention. Yeah. Where it's like you guys been almost like running mates from. The beginning of each show. He, yeah, okay, he's never coming from so. Yeah. yeah, he's coming from so. You're coming from camp, but then turn into artist. But from jump yeah. till I mean today, 2023, you guys are still like this, bro. Yeah, yeah. You got the broke half your back. You got party animal. It's like, yeah, for real. But yo, what kind of historian man is? No man, I start pre this thing are different now, you know. So even when me go so woman, I say all right. Mm-hmm. Gala Bobby Charlie said, Money, 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 and them something there. And for real, like yeah. the different the transitions is like, I look into it and see if it really that, that's similar. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. an interesting point. Yeah. Mm. Russia now. When did you start linking with Russia? Just their studio one day. They are Natural Bridge studio at them time there. Mm-hmm. I started linking with, with Mark Pinnock and Natural Bridge. And Russian and the next white you just come in and say, Yo, I'm ever ready, me now. Mm-hmm. Oh, your voice and rare. And them me just have, if you read them bad, song, mm-hmm. voicing. So that's how we link with Russian and then we start doing more and more songs together. What was the first song that you you did with Russian at that time? A song where say, Woman I Go Kill Me. It never bust. Got you. But it's at the, the same rhythm where, where Cartel say, Um, um, I, no, another one there. Mm-hmm. I remember 
But yeah. the cartel upon the rhythm, it bust and my song is just nice. Mm -hmm. Never bust. Was Russian Russian at that time there or he was on the come up at also? On the come up? Mm -hmm. Same personality though. <laughs> Stink. <laughs> yeah, same yeah. personality. And that's why many more rights still mm -hmm. because, you know, like it's not a youth where him success make him start act a different way. Anybody will feel like him act a way, mm -hmm. same used to act. That's just him. him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So you guys think there's so the, the first hit that you got with Russia would have been the one with you and Jay Capri? No. Which one Sing was the a first? Sing song This Means Money. Yes. You know me, scratch me, God. hit. Mm. So you're still in your money thing at money, that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then now you have two under your belt. And remember, you didn't come out of the Alliance, Gaza. Yeah. None of these places here. You weren't really from Portmore where all the artists were busting and all that. So then now you on your own. How did the industry start to treat you as this anomaly where you just, like, who are you? Where do you come from? They didn't get a chance to. Mm -hmm. They never get a chance to address me until I stand up firm. Because I know them would have pushed me down. Them could have fight me. <laughs> I know them would have shit, me yeah. don't get them could have fought. What are you talking about this, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, we just recently talked about this for there. And it's a case where my career was so personal with people. Like, mm -hmm. it was so my CD into your hand. Me, take the microphone and sing on the sound. Mm -hmm. Me, you know what I mean? Me, hug up one girl tight, makes you feel like she had the only girl in the world. Take a picture with it. Like, it was so personal with people mm -hmm. that by the time I have hits for backup, the persona, it was too late for you to push me aside. Mm. I done there already. I have to look for me now. Because at that time there, you would, by your on your second big song, you were on the juggling because juggling was still big at that time there. Mm -hmm. You would have been either the number one song on the juggling or two or three. You weren't going down to four or five. Right. You're always in the mix of that juggling there. Right. So you had to make sure that you're going to stand up firm in the juggling. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially in you know, the climate where war are going and we just did in our war with nobody. Mm -hmm. It kind of tough. It was kind of tough to stay relevant. So if I never have the approach where I go direct to people, direct to, 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 to the audience, it would work. Did you know that's what you had to do or just worked out that way? It's just nice because you, you may know when you go direct to people, you get the perks of going direct to people. Mm. Girl. <laughs> 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 yeah. So that was that was kind of a whole fun thing. I'm a high, I'm a friend them. I, I think the same way we love the, the same energy. We're professional at mm -hmm. the same time. So it wasn't this big playground coming and operate. So so if you have compare around me and you know, say work serious and then we we'll play. Yeah. Yeah. Let's finish our work, then we'll get to the fun. Yeah. Management. Did you have management when you first came out? Um for your time, for a few months. Natural Bridge, Mark Pinnock. Okay. Um, this was when Winner was an underground song, and his work, film work helped put, put Winner to, the, to where it is, too. Mm -hmm. um, him connect Nicky Z, him connect um, Futa Hype, Kurt Riley, the selector them, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Him connect them people and say, you know, hear this, and call them when I stood and say, you know, hear this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas me now, I just the street. Me just I go direct the street, Gary Chucks, um, Little Richie. And them man, they don't have tone. I just, them, me, I do that, and him, I do, do, do that. So the whole thing kind of come together and make that song the boss. Okay, so there was natural bridge. You're still, you were still in Sherlock at this time here? No. You weren't in Sherlock at no. this time here? I'm dead every day, but them time yeah. I live there. Yeah. 
Did you try to connect with Baby Sham at that time when you're either before you you broke or when you broke? No. How come? I don't know. Sham was a, was a mysterious man them time then. And then, remember I said, while, while being in Sherlock and being, you know, the, the local artist, Sham don't really live or do any park or live or, I, don't know, I don't remember if he live in Jamaica, but we, you hardly see them on there. So we see him and try to get at him, call me up and one, one dance, one stone love party one time. Um, I talked to him one time and said, oh, yeah, see, I see there. Mm-hmm. Um, played for Dave, met me here. He said, yeah, man, them turn to Dave sit down right there. So. <laughs> and you know what I mean? I would start praying, man, and say, yo, the man make Dave here and Dave the right there. So, mm-hmm. Come, you know what Dave, to this day, we don't know him look like. What? So, but a man say, yo, Dave, mm-hmm. that you right there, so, man, you know what I mean? So, Sham was a mysterious person for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we just look up to Sham and we say, I Sham that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where say his picture was on the wall on the building and no yeah. stuff there at that time yeah. you know, because he's a representative of Sherlock yeah, man. Time, and right? and I think interact interacting with people and hear all them all people that discuss Sham mm-hmm. kinda help prepare me to for, for real life too because you'd have decide a man and a man say hey you see the board and him Sham but if Sham Jeff passed right now DJ <laughs> so like <laughs> It show me, as some YouTube outside, and it show me how people mindset is with artists, and you can't really please everybody, and you can't win. The good thing with it is you seem to be collecting all of these lessons yep. as you go through, even if it wasn't consciously, it was something that you knew, okay, let me put this together in a box, I'll put it yeah. in my pocket for right now. Yeah, put it in your yeah. pocket. I think that's the most important part, mm-hmm. put it in your pocket, because yeah. when it will come around, and then subconsciously, yeah, I got some, this look familiar. So, so when everybody has say, I saw you for real, I really saw you for real. Yeah. You know, say them not with you for real. Mm-hmm. Or you know, say I saw them stay them with you. You know what I mean? So you kind of decipher information. You know how process. to swim with sharks. Right. You know what I mean? Doing yourself. So who was the next manager after um, Natural Bridge? Next manager, I'm a, I am a friend them. Mm-hmm. I am a two friend them and say, I want to manage you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we just start Turn up the place from them time then. And that's when you came up with the subconscious label? Or that was later? That was, yeah, around the same time. Mm -hmm. We launched a label. Mm -hmm. Have your stuff. I know you guys did Japan and Europe already. Yeah. Now you have winner and you're a solo. Where was the first place you went as conscious? Damn. I think New York Mm -hmm. was the first um, big show. Irish Jamboree. Pick up Irish Jamboree. Okay. Yeah. Irish Jamboree was big back then. Huge. It was like, it was a predecessor predecessor to Grooving in the Park Grooving at that the time. Park, right? like that. Yeah. It's the same park, right? Or no? Yeah, in, in Queens, that's the yeah. same park. Mm-hmm. Off of Merrick Boulevard there. Right. Yeah. And what was the reception like the first time in the States? Now, yeah, it was cool in Japan. It's cool in Europe. But now you're in the core audience this outside the of league. the core. Yeah, this is the big league. Yeah. And it, it came off just as, as you would think it would in a big league. You, show, you feel like you're ready, you're not ready. But you sang big, and mm-hmm. so you get to it. Mm. That's basically what happened. Yeah. Mm. Where did you learn to perform? YouTube. Yeah. King Shango and Bujo. What was it about those two in particular? Um. Firstly... Who them, who them people would say are performers, I never feel like I sing the type of music where if we can match them type of performing there. Mm-hmm. So you don't look on Beanie, you don't look on Ellie, 
being a, they just look like a god. So for him type of performing is a being a performance stem from the love of people have for him. Mm -hmm. So it's not a thing where anybody can just go perform like Beanie. It's a, a special love in Mobile people. Zin Ellie I got flick and climb and I, I mean I do that. <laughs> so it's like we start we start look to 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 ways of improve my performance and how to interact with the crowd and how to um and practice too. Mm -hmm. We'll do R RJR Road show. Also at a school tour and you try this and it work and you try that and it work and you, you know what I mean? You go this, you go flop. You go this, you go, go shell it, you go this, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I realize it's a craft and I just, you know, your song bad and people them see you. Was it hard being a single performer where you can no longer hide on the stage, if you understand what I mean? If it's you and Delos are on stage doing your thing, you could hide, but now it's strictly you. How was it to really absorb something like that? Yeah, okay, I couldn't hide. Delos is more of an introvert too. <laughs> so too introvert that yeah. on the stage, I will have vibe. It's just a whole vibe them time there. Mm -hmm. And you know, touring in Europe from a young age, mm -hmm. and you feel like you have it. When you come to Jamaica now and you do a little show and it's a totally different thing because them, them them accept music different, them consume music different. Europe why you sing it out. Jamaica, they want you chop it and yeah. style it up. Hulu. Talk in between mm -hmm. and enjoy your song, them like select and. Mm -hmm. So, like, I best of both worlds. I first figured it out mm -hmm. them time. They're doing your stuff now. Is this when you started to work on your first album as an individual? Um, I can't remember, remember exact dates, but I know I always believe in a mixtape and album and them something. Like, so, mm -hmm. I always record non stop. Mm -hmm. So I don't know when the album, the first album kick in or when, you know what I mean? We just do music. Mm -hmm. How did your first album do for you? It really did great. Mm -hmm. Really, really, really did great because it showed people, say, this is our big artist. Mm -hmm. This is not a one-hit wonder. This is not a one-dimensional artist. Different fan, different type of fans, different people start tap into it. Now. Yep. There's a whole... At the time, there was a whole category of people where an album them deal with, mm -hmm. different from an artist with a one song. They want to hear your album. Mm -hmm. And I end up bringing them people close to me and they with me till, till, till this day, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. From then, I know early in your career, you connected with um, Taurus Riley. Yeah. And did the song Good Girl. Yeah. How did that come about? Taurus know everything from... Because Taurus used to power at Brook Valley more while. Mm -hmm. So Taurus know everything from how we at in a Kingston 20. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I hear the thing them. But them time the Taurus, we are listening to Taurus power ends. Because there was a, a little segment where I nearly rust, you know. It's <laughs> you know, when Sizzler nearly rust, me and all of my friends never did that. Listen, just, we're going to get back to this, <laughs> but listen, let's talk about that Sizzler. That Sizzler Kipotan. Hey, people that... understand the influence of them on the dog. There was a whole time when because uh, I used to go to Excelsior mm -hmm. and I used to have a dog where he come to school with Caveman mixtape. So, mm -hmm. I don't know if you know Caveman oh, cave mixtape. Them Sizzler has a sing hundreds of songs. A man know them by heart and mm -hmm. a whole seal and stop coming here and a couple man rasta real, a couple man kind of rasta. But I think girl thing saved me from rasta. <laughs> 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 that think, seems to be a recurring Yeah, theme. yeah. Because yeah. even though I think, of it, I, think I get Crazy and you know what I mean. I will, will see certain. We eat veggie chunks and things. 
buy things they have to abs up on. I toast too. And stay a certain way, because yeah. we have to see the girl, and we have to see it, you know what I mean? Crazy, yet, because that time, boss, the whole of us nearly rested. Listen, time. people don't understand it. That was a shift in the actual culture. Right. When those, when SZA combined with Kilpatan came together and that power there? Listen, nowadays when people talk about influence of artists and mm -hmm. I like to leave the com stay far from the conversation because I know I see for myself Sizzler them influence I see for myself I'm a name I'm on the wall Bounty Killer influence mm -hmm. if we would have internet for show them something there everything we are going now look like joke thing mm -hmm. you know what I mean but someone really try to argue with people about that because I leave it and them never leave it there mm -hmm. you know what I mean you but know yeah. you know what it is so you're not trying to convince anybody what it is. Yeah, so Sizzler did a rass with you for a while. I be a Sizzler where I listen and I, and I rass out and man put on gun and, <laughs> and I try to hold the seal and <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, veggie chunks and reasoning different and you know what I mean? Long conversations and talking about life and them things. So Taurus Riley album 15 now where I listen to I think a Parables. Yes. Where I beat yes. Parables. So I think when me get out you know, with win I'm a start bus. Me say, me meet Taurus in our shoe store. Mm -hmm. I think I think I'm me and if I'm not mistaken, I Kurt Riley made a part and him says Taurus where and Taurus, I want to know him man. You know it's song of my song. Mm -hmm. And him sing I don't remember which song him say a theme song, but the song where him sing it wasn't a song with boss. So I saw me know now say He's into him know the thing them. I say, alright, yeah man, big up. Mm -hmm. And he just happened say Russian called me one night and I said, Yo, hear this. Yeah. Come in the studio, I got the studio, Taurus. Good girl gone bad history mm -hmm. how did that do for you now that when that song came out because remember you have winner hand me glass scratchman all that's over there you know now yeah. you're gone quote girl how did that do for you and how did they start to really look at your career at that time there that song there along with two other songs along with one other song i should say make me a big artist in a jamaica mm -hmm. and it made me a headliner in a europe a headliner yeah is, that's when we start headline shows now. Like mm -hmm. with Simon Festival and I can be the headliner. Because it add a dimension to my show where like most people don't know, oh, you go to the show and you enjoy the show, but you don't really understand how a show constructed. Mm -hmm. Um it have the high points and your melodon and high. What good girl gone bad do, it gave me a peak in the middle of my show. I could have put it in a middle mm -hmm. to lift up at the show again and still not sing my biggest song yet. So it kind of spread out my delivery away. And it, mm -hmm. Yeah, so that song there was a real, a real um, uplifter for me. When was the first time you and Taurus actually got to perform that song live now? I think it was at one of him show him keep at, the free show him keep on at Christmas mm -hmm. Emancipation Park. I think that was the first time. And what was the reception like? Crazy, for them? man. Them song, yeah. That song, they run yeah. Jamaica for a while, man. Of course. Mm. And what a lot of people don't realize is back then, a lot of shows were keeping back yeah. then. You know what I mean? It wasn't just, okay, you record over there. I rec shows. You would leave from this show, you have three, three shows for the night. Show for night yeah, for yeah? yeah. And that's how artists were working. Oh, I'm coming from Ochi. We have to go with St. Anne's. Yeah, Something in Portmore. Okay, we're going to end off in Kingston. Mm. You know what I mean? That time they're moving good and everything. So what was your next hit after Good Girl? Because you were saying it was two songs in particular. What was the second song? The, the next, the, what, what you would consider the next hit, Gala Bubble. And again, you see how it's like, okay, you did your money. 
Now we're going to big people vibes, Rasta thing. <laughs> no, money. Yeah. Rasta. Now your favorite big people music. Kyal. Coffee Gallem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was Russian again, I think it was? No, that was me. I'm a producer on your marquee. So that was a sub on your label at that yeah. time there? Because I remember when, till this day, that song plays. When you want to start off the, the girl segment, that's one of the songs they yeah. start off with. Mm-hmm. I want to go to them. That. I mean, have your label there, subconscious. When did you decide to actually start bringing in other artists? Friend thing. Um, I never, I wouldn't say at the time, I was looking at signing artists as business. Mm-hmm. I just said I have some artists from a part of me and my friend. Mm-hmm. And I said, we do not invest time and money. And I actually want to see them you to win. So why not sign them and make it official? And try like error. I feel like it was it, it never did happen that way there still. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should have learned more. I should have made myself focus by myself some more at the time first. Cause you're then get to a level. What about five this, years in? Yeah. At this time, you're, you're fresh. Yeah. yeah. Never have the power to mm-hmm. do that yet. Mm-hmm. But I just friending and make care of them everywhere, so might as well. And who who was around you at that time, the artist-wise? Um, there was only, at the time, one main artist, Dario. Yes, I forgot Dario was part of the camp. Yeah, yes, man, Dario was the artist where I just my dog and up and down. And he ma, he's not really an open show, but I call him out for performing. Now that you say that, your camp, for some strange reason, again, all you guys had one name. It was always Delos, Dario, Conscience, then Massacre came. Everybody was just one name. Yeah. Yeah. I saw who beating man, bounty killer. Yeah, I get what you said now. Yeah, everything was just one name. Mm. It wasn't Conscience Man or anything. It was all <laughs> yeah. one Conscience Man. <laughs> no, I know that. Mm. Conscience Hype Bar, whatever. It was, it was all, all of you guys. Had one name at yeah. that time. I mean, when did you link with Massacre? This is long after. Mm-hmm. Um, conscience became conscience, and and I was conscience for a good number of years. Mm-hmm. Link with Kortad, yes. Ramesh, and I said, I go do a shoe line. Yes. Which was a great, great, great experience. I'm not lie. Mm-hmm. Um, do a shoe line, and, and it was a vibe. It was a real vibe. Mm-hmm. But that, that's a part of my, my, my story I'm a proud of that whole thing there the shoe because remember that's merch you know but that's merch to a whole that's different product. that's not a mer- product you know what talking about it you're right merch would be a t-shirt right. this and that but a shoes yeah I would never do. I wouldn't do it again though I wouldn't mess with shoes again how come it's it's a complex thing man like I don't know you just get some little thing and it's a complex thing product um to make sure the product them up to standard and Korea for flag or China and go live there and fairly quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy thing, but we love yeah. it same way. I love the store and everything. At the time, Massacre link Koretad and I want to work with Koretad. So he must show, show me this artist and I say, yo, that, oh, he never, he never feel like say my artist and me have at the time match me with aggression. Because mm. Koretad is a visionary, he match a creator and kingdom, you know. Yeah. You see? So he might look on it and I say, see the artist them, but my artist them just them just happy and spoiled and a business. They left the studio and gone on tour and no song yeah. vice and them vibes. Like my brother, them them man they just want to burn up some weed and all the vibes with some girl and chill. We make sure him that alright and him good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he 
him as a yo, you're the artist, yeah. Him play me massacre. I don't want to tell you, I try to remember if I did sold from mm-hmm. Jump. From Jump. Um, I think he played me one song where Massacre did have a, a bounty killer sample in it. I mean, that's the same lyrical, for sure. But I never really, I can't say I was sold from Jump. Mm-hmm. And when we meet him now, and him found out the studio now, mm-hmm. I just when I start realizing that you is it. Because I know one of the projects you guys worked on, you hosted his mixtape. Yeah, my first mixtape I would drop on me, enjoy it to yeah. the world and crazy. Mm-hmm. Great. I, mean, I remember how much song, but any amount of song you hear on the mixtape, him do about three times the amount of that song there for the mixtape. Yeah. So, I say, yes, this yeah. is a vibe. And you guys, at the same time you guys did Money, that song Money at yeah, the same time? Yeah, sang together Money, yeah. And but, again, visuals. Bad, yeah, man. Yeah. Crazy. Doing stuff with my... Was he the only... Him, Dario, and any other artists were in the camp at that time that, quite, that had a name? Quite, yeah, man. No, not really had a name. Quite a few, but there was a bunch, but I wouldn't say them have a name. And, I, and, and they weren't signed. Okay. They were more endorsed mm-hmm. by the only person who did, who did actually sign to subconscious was Dario, and then signed Massacre. Oh, you did say, okay, it was official? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long after. Yeah. Because me did have two managers, and him, Dario come to me and I say, yo, um, my manager them not take film things serious. Mm-hmm. So me Mr. Tim say, you know, me go do dog, me go sign you. So, Cause the reason why they not take it serious is because they are not me. Like me not try to earn from you. Mm-hmm. But them man they earn from me. So <laughs> them not go take it things serious just mm-hmm. because a friend thing and me introduce everybody. You know what I mean? So maybe if me sign you and it become income for them, or possibly income for them, they will probably take your work more serious. So Still never my- work. A strategy type of sign. Right. Because you didn't sign him to say, okay, this is mine here. No. Strategy, if I, if they see he's really endorsed by me, hopefully they'll take it seriously right. and we call If they see that this is possible money, yeah. then maybe they'll see this as a business. Mm-hmm. And it still didn't it work. It did not work. Because conscience work was just too easy. Yeah. <laughs> you just sit down on the phone and ring. I answer it and you just like get booked. You know, them people that want to sign on them people. Like, it's just too easy. Mm-hmm. And it, that teach me about even business now where, where when I work with certain labels and certain um, agencies, like I understand things now, like if it not me, make immediate money, it's hard for you to get people to go and shine a light on you. That's just the, the way our life set up. That's just how it is. Who was a connection first, Jeremy Hardin or Sharon Burke? Jeremy Hardin. How did he link with Hardin? Um, we don't know if I made a link him. I think I made a link him. Mm-hmm. I know mean, I tell the line, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But I'll know we link and that was a lesson too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because out of that situation is what came one of your mega, probably one of the biggest songs in your catalog, broke off your back. No. No, because hold on. Well, I'm gonna say that because it was at this time here when you're linking with Jeremy, was when you had linked with Birch at the same time. So it was in the same time frame. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But I think Broke Off Your Back was 2016. Just yeah. come from tour. Mm-hmm. No, no, why go on to Jamaica? I don't think I had a manager at the time. Okay. No. No, it's possible. It's, it's a possibility to say Jeremy actually introduced me to, to Brush before. I, I, I can't tell you that's not how it went mm-hmm. down. But I don't think that resulted in 
um, the song. Mm-hmm. Because me and Jeremy split for a while and then we will do some different thing. We go up on tour, come back, and we just dip on the block in the studio and Bert sent a rhythm. Bert actually sent a rhythm from before. Mm-hmm. Um, we reach him, all our vibe, vice it, and then that was history. He mixed it. The thinking behind that, because are you still in your gala bubble them time, in that phase yeah, right definitely, there? Definitely, 100%. That mm-hmm. was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the concept behind that song where you said, okay, you know what, this one? And did you know that this one is going to be that song? Yeah, you know that. If, you know, as an artist, you know that every song is that song. <laughs> and if you approach a song and you know, feel that, it better you love it. Like, why are you even doing music? Mm-hmm. If the song no work, ultimately people are going to choose hits. Mm-hmm. But if it not work, why you tell me, say, you know, but I like your song, because the people them not like it. You, you move on to a next, of course, but mm-hmm. in my mind, every song is going to be a hit when, when I drop, by, you know, some way or the other. Some region, some place, some, right. some, right. some part somewhere. Yeah. So, forward from Europe now, definitely into the girl them world now, because that's, that thing start to be different. It shows me that people love hype. You see, all like people yeah. going like them love good music and nice music and them like message and thing. No, them like the hype of it, them like yeah. the excitement that that is what they want. Mm-hmm. So when Galabob will come out now, I get the girl them active, stop sign, um, walk and whine. I'll say Galabob one, two, three, uh, just a drop song on your face. Mm-hmm. All of them songs that it shows the people love the excitement to different from just the little humble you to it. Mm-hmm. I do good music. Yeah. So my thing was just punch them in them face keep it going broke off your back visuals yeah. you decided to make it into like a mini like movie a type movie. of thing I seen you pose a question now I'm gonna turn around and ask you this question broke off your back when you were dealing with the people and you got the gun why did you run when you got the I gun I don't know you don't know who write that script <laughs> Damien Gill probably Damien Damien probably said for run I don't know why I'm a run and I have the gun and then yeah. I'm a gunman so I said, who do go that way there in a real life? But it work out. Yeah. <laughs> people are trying to give me truck shoes deal. <laughs> so, yeah. Because you could see it wasn't just a jog off. This is, it seemed like, to me, it seemed like you're running for your life. Like, yeah. You're about to man, do something bad to me. I wrote a couple of times, well, who do the run, man? For just make sure it look like me, I act for real, I'm a run. Yeah. But I don't know what. Probably whenever, I don't know if, they, let's give Damien this credit. He was, he was probably a visionary to know that. You know, I'm going to kill somebody mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the screen. So I'm going to run instead with the gun. But he, you do the gun out here, man. Tell him. He's another one that doesn't really get as much credit as he really deserves. Yeah. It's Damian Gale and Warrior Music. Very creative, very creative youth. And he's a youth where him no need, him no need the biggest budget for create magic. Mm-hmm. If you check all them videos, them where, where, um, where I rack up the real views, them. him shoot Gala Bubble too and died. If I said to him, say, listen, mm-hmm. get a bubble, I want you shoot a party from the opposite direction. Like, shoot us getting ready to party, mm-hmm. then shoot us partying. And him just go crazy and start calling me every day. Mm-hmm. And it, we just back and forth to the reason until we say, all right, tomorrow, I'll just link up, shoot the video. So, quick pan him feet, don't need much resources to get things done. Mm-hmm. Great, great director. And he gets it done. Somebody that... All of this is going on. Were you still linking with Massacre this time here? Um, Gala Bubble is before Massacre, you know. It was before him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long before. Um, long after that, no, when 
the thing really solid. Mm-hmm. As I say, we link with Massacre and start drop something and it was a headache for try get people to realize hey, about this thing, this. Even though you had the clout at that time there to make things happen? I don't think I had the clout. You didn't really? You know why? Because my power, as I said, my power was, was more of a me to the people. Mm-hmm. My power never have certain key players on my foot. Like, I never have the power that, like, you get to me, I say, mm-hmm. I wonder if you're not, like, me, me, me big to the people, but me not big to the industry. Got you. That make that makes perfect sense. Right. Yeah. Right. So that, that that was it. So it was complex. So I end up like me have, me have artists so me have boss, me have to call them on my show because I never have enough power to say, yo, make sure you book my artists too. Send them a road. Yeah, or, you know what I mean? So and how long were was Masca in the camp? Not for long. For mm-hmm. about a year, year and a half, little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh that that's a breeze. But I just do the amount of work with him do is I stood or at Mm-hmm. I remember one time I was in Africa. Come I go on tour of Africa and I work on a song and back and forth. I try to say, Yo, I'm f- fix a line here, Yo, fix a line here. And I'm just living in the studio. Mm-hmm. Till I end up stop go to my studio for some reason. I was an artist around and I say, I'm I, I start going to a different studio and I see him thing. So I always respect that you feel more ethic. Because even though you guys went through that eruption there, years later I continue to hear you big him up. So yeah. it was never really a. Because there was, yeah, he he came out, did his interview, you came out, did your interviews, all of those stuff. There was, he even did a song and all of those stuff there. But you still turn around and say, you know what? Die you, Chaba. Cut business is business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a youth where they link me from before all of that too and tell me, say, yo, Ray, boof, but from me now you will get into that still. Mm-hmm. But business is business. And me love that. Me know, say, him didn't need that for kind of, like, an artist like that, a good percentage of them, Success I gonna come from just lighting fire, mm-hmm. lighting the fire. It can't just be like yo easy back and do some song or you see some fire light now with my alkaline. I want it go on, yes. <laughs> see me. But I just at that type of artist there. Me know say me can get to with just doing girl song and it go work and me go on tour. So you have to do what you have to do, dog. But you're such a warrior. You never got into a because I know there's been situations, personal situations wrong and stuff. But you've never got into a clash with an artist before. No. How come? I don't know. It was one was close to happen with Demarco. There was a little back and forth yes. with Demarco. Me and Demarco are bridging now. Too. And them things just show you how life really set up, dog. Like mm-hmm. everything I phase is on stages and you can't really have up things in your heart and I walk with it all the days of your life. Mm-hmm. It, you know, me and Demarco do songs where they are, we are right everything. Yeah, you're on his album, Melody, the Melody yeah. album and stuff like that. You yeah, but that's just the, the nature of the, of the industry that we're in. That's what it was at the time. Mm-hmm. Rough and tough. It's a titan. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a clash yeah. of the titans. The baddest and biggest wins and controls. I think it's bullshit mm-hmm. to some extent, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Back then, another powerful figure that came into your life at that time there, Sharon Burke. Yeah. How did you connect with Sharon? This was um, after my brother Joppa would know. Mm-hmm. Um, Nothing shake up for me. Militarily got half mad. You see me? But Sharon Burke did a link me in a DM from mm-hmm. get go. She had she messaged me on a regular and just, you know, I, I sent her love. And when I start about the show again, she start with some show. And then, I don't know, I don't remember if it, I think she said, she, I think it's, 
we start work indirectly until we just she just end up and manage me. But it's just a a good leader you need in your corner if you have to work at Jamaica still. Mm-hmm. Because you seem to have linked with all of the right set of players to actually become who you are right yeah. now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you seem to be operating in you have one foot in with everybody and the other foot is out here by myself doing my yeah. own thing. You know what I mean? Is that something you purposely put or it just worked out that way? No. It just work out, sir. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I mean, I think that's a, the best way to do it either. I feel like, because me end up in a, in a situation now where like, when me I look for sign artists and me I look like, me don't want an artist one foot in with me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I understand when I put them people at show. <laughs> it's tough, but as I used to, when you have, it, it's hard for you, for you, say, for, you, for you come take over the reins for somebody who has been to do it for themselves unless you have come with magic. So it is a tough thing for let go as a as a person where have to control things for so long. Mm-hmm. Get it. This is where a lot of things changed. June twenty second, twenty sixteen. Jaja. Mm-hmm. Where were you when you got the studio call? Studio. Who called you? Steven. Me call him. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I call him. To discuss on a song I gonna work on, and he said, "Dog, want to your brother," and that was it. You said, "What? He's just chilling, or whatever the case is." You know what I mean? No, but Stephen lived across the road from him, so when he said that, I start feel the darkness. Mm-hmm. You guys had a tight relationship from jump. Yeah. Did he ever? speak to you about certain things you was feeling or the way you guys grew up people didn't really express certain things right the expression there not even love when I really show like that and you know I mean it's just a man is up for me if you check enough pictures you see him around this day so mm-hmm. you know what I mean and that's as far as you never sit me down one day and say dog I'm proud of you or you know what I mean when I celebrate over and celebrate and so because we're introverted. Yeah, yeah and, and you you know and he knows and everybody knows what's going on. Yeah. That's just, the, that's how man a man link. Right. Them. You know what I mean? What was the last conversation you had with him? Um, We did, we got Seychelles go to a show, a big show. Mm-hmm. And I think we just did a discuss that show there and then him did have a birthday party. Him girl lined up on birthday party and that was it. And he asked me for drop off a money game data. Mm-hmm. That was it. And there was no indication of. No. Mm-hmm. You see why you're in a really unique situation, especially coming from Jamaica. We've heard people's parents die, Condolence Tidonia, his son died, but we've never, in an open way, discussed suicide or even, I can't remember that in the entertainment space, especially dance hall before? I can't remember that in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Even if it happened, I just one of them things that I feel like it that not come around a year yet. Mm-hmm. And for everybody who know my brother, people that more think me would have done that before him. Them managers have flowed through life and everything good. Mm-hmm. So it's a topic where people need to discuss and expression Expression is a big topic where we need to desensitize and man can just talk without people. I say, all him, I'll be it. 
know, I'm tired this. Because, you know, no. You just don't know. So, yo, man up. What's for, yo, bad man. We're not no, me say man up man all up. the time. You know, there are situations where you need for man up, so you have to. Mm-hmm. But, you see, I think when you venting, and I think when you somebody come to you with them issue, like, mm-hmm. you have to know, so you, it, you, you have to kind of be a little sensitive in life. Like, this tough way where I got through life, I make so much money, I do so much. enough money not take them life, but them take other life and them do other things with them. You know what I mean? Like, it's a real topic where we need, where it, mm-hmm. it now goes, it now go figure out this year or next year or the next five years, but we need to make sure so we deal with it. How did you get back to yourself and how long did it really take you to start moving forward again? But I think I'm my original self. Or I'm going to ever be that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of just, if you get up back and say, all right, what I said last year, what I said early last year, the madness kind of toned down. Mm-hmm. And I start focusing on myself a little bit. But you were still functioning as in you were going through the motions. You were yeah. still putting out the songs. Going through, we're still seeing you. You put perform. it the right way, going through the motions. Like you, you couldn't tell, like, you know, fans would have come online and them say, yo, the war about the whole conscience already. Mm-hmm. Because they not feel the passion in it, they not feel the joy in it, they not feel, you know what I mean, that that, that energy the way you normally, where me normally put out. And because me just not have that in me. Mm-hmm. You get to me, I say, but me still have to be an artist because I saw me eat, I saw my kids them eat. So I feel like mid last year, is when I start really dive back into the passion of music and start really enjoy being the person I'm is. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think that's when you put out Days of My Life. Yeah. You remember, when I, said, you remember when I said rapping? Yeah. Now, now oh, you understand? That's the rapping, oh. Okay, yeah, man. Okay, what would you call it then? You know, when I said talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I said talk, that was the idea behind the song. That was mm-hmm. How hard was it for you to actually now put this into like a, because that song's long, like a five-minute song to take your feelings out of your mind, your soul and everything and put it here for the world to see. How hard was that for you? Um, It wasn't as hard as just living regular life in front of people. Cause them, when this, by the time the song come out, them see it already, like them see my mama broke down in front of everybody, you know. Hmm. I'm going to take out me here, all of the talking, me here, people are slander him. Me here, people are trying to reason, reason it out. Me here, people say them, say them rate me. And them in, people have my number. See, me enough people may have a problem with no I show that, you know. People will have my number. And them can't link me anymore, I beg me a thing. But mm-hmm. instead, I see them online. I, t- I talk about my situation online. And I talk They're to me. They're not talking to you. Them, no, they talk to me online. <laughs> got you got you, but them have my number. Them call me when them broken or when mm-hmm. them need something. But when a situation now, them are, so basically them I use my situation for clout. You know what I mean? Them I try talk about him and like no. Someone go through it already. Where it, every, it done outside and in front of everybody already. So then I guess at that point was when you're ready to actually release it to put it on a record and here's my answer to everything. No, I just know I couldn't do an album and not address it. Mm-hmm. For myself, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so, do you find music is therapy for you? For sure, hundred mm-hmm. mm-hmm. percent. 
that carries you to the places that that nobody would understand. Because remember, there's your regular life, and then there's me as the artist, which comes with two different problems. Your personal life generally doesn't seep into your artist's life, but they have two different problems that you got to deal with. Yeah. And I guess sometimes in personal life, you'll just write it down and sing it. In professional life, you write it down and sing it, and that releases it out there for you. Uh, yeah, music kind of take, you know, people say music take you to a place. Music kind of take me out of a place. Because mm. when I'm in my brain, <laughs> the worst of me. Yeah. So, like, music kind of give me that moment there when I just come out of that place there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know when I'm there, when I'm just not dead there, so, and that is healthy. Were you upset with him when you found out? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And I think we were upset with the situation because we just never get a chance to for, for try fix it. You know what I mean? And I feel like I something we could have fixed. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'll never know now. You get what I mean? I say? And I think probably that might be one of the hardest parts is what? Just tell me what. I, if it's money, we'll figure it out. It's not. I don't enough people. Yo, there are other things in me here, man. Mm-hmm. And they never know them man, they don't care about nothing. Like, I buy a car for them. One time I buy a car for my brother. And, and like, I get vexed one day and I said, Dog, we just, just buy a car for you, dog. You can't pick up the youth them for me. And the man I said, I tell you to buy a car for me. But there's a need car. You see me? And them man, he's not a materialistic man, even if you go out of your way for do things for him. Or, you know, him just want to make sure, say, him that are good and, and him just proud. And mm-hmm. him that. What's one advice he gave you that you hold dear to your heart for the rest of your life? I can't recall. Mm-hmm. Just in presence everywhere that I hold dear. Mm-hmm. And then when I look back upon picture, you may look back upon some picture now when I'm surrounded by pussy. Mm-hmm. And when we're looking at the picture, one man a smile. <laughs> and it's so crazy. It's weird. One man just run there and spill off him teeth. Yeah. And I just, just hold on to them memories there. It almost seems like after that happened, the veil came off your eyes, even though you knew how people moved before, but the, ver- the veil really came down. And I think you and yourself, you didn't give a fuck anymore. It's like, listen, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you. And if you're going to like it or like it or not, because it is what it is right now. Yeah, it was more of a, I think my always it's there, so, but I think after that, I develop a sense of my fuse get shorter. Mm. So it's either you're with me or you're with me or you fuck off. Like I just, that, mentality that I have. Because mm-hmm. I have no more time I waste. I love nobody and you know what I mean? All of, when that um, everything else what did that happen, that was small, it just become amplified now. Mm-hmm. I'm more emotional. If I sit down here and talk about this no more longer, I would have ball like I just the person that I become now. And mm-hmm. I just can't bother with, with no energy where it's not supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got you know that that um Thank you for even... I jump, I jump out of that topic. And I'm no, still, but I, that's what yeah. I was going to say to you. Thank you for even sitting down and talking to me about it. Yeah. You understand? Because I know it's, 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 it's something serious. But it's important though, so yeah. I don't mind. Because you just want to make sure that you could bring mental health awareness right. to anybody else. If this could save somebody else to go through the pain that I went through, hopefully it helps. Yep. You know what I mean? One other situation that you went through... Jay Capri. Yeah. Pull up to my bumper. How did you guys even come up with that song? Russian. Russian. Actually, no, I think no credit for that. Mm-hmm. Russian, I uh, Europe, may I get ready for go. I just bid. I may I get ready for go. I want to show Amsterdam to be exact. The mm-hmm. venue was 
walking distance. So we'd go walk to the venue. So I saw me get an extra half an hour I can chill in my room. Him link me, yo, the artist, bro, is my artist. I want to do a song with her, please. I'm sorry. Right. I'm saying it. Yeah. I'm just luckily my studio did up. Come here, my mobile studio did up. Load the rhythm record, same time I left. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. Cause Russian link me like you have some people in my life when them link me just a Russian that. Yeah. Do you what? Yeah, and rest is history. Then we meet her after that and realize that she's one of the biggest thing where I come out of Jamaica and I say, wow. Mm-hmm. It was actually two songs, I think, you guys. It was either two or three songs you guys did. We did a few songs. Yeah. But the one, two, I like, two come out. Mm-hmm. Two come out. And she have a monster one with who? Charlie, Charlie Black. Black. <laughs> hey, boy, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. That's just a part of your life. So even when you heard that she passed now, were you close to her at that time? Were you just kind of linking then? Um... But I go lie and say I'm a sis. Mm-hmm. But where respect concern, respect heavy. My assistant and I was good friends, so we used to see her regularly. Mm-hmm. And we got tour Europe and we cross parts and tour in Europe. I'm a CR at work and I say, yo, that girl, yeah, she deal with the place that we like mm-hmm. me have some other half day and we go watch her show one night. She used three songs at work for about forty five minutes. And she walked them and me and said, yo, I'm use her and style some man. I say, yo, hey, but they the pantor and say Jacob use three songs. Mm-hmm. And walk for 45 minutes and some boy may call on and pan, I'm gonna forget open the show. Mm-hmm. And by the time I run out, you know I call me. You know what I mean? Like I just a person with my rate and respect and it's just heavy. We just know so that was the next big thing and she was just taken from us. Let's get to a bright spark. This is a super bright spark in your career. The Versus concert with Supercat, yourself, Sham, Cranium, Burnt, and Levy. Mm-hmm. I think Mad Lion might have been on that one there too. Couple it up. How did it feel? Because remember, this is now we're just kind of getting out of pandemic where pandemic is still around somewhere. Mm-hmm. How did that feel to perform on a big show like that one with artists that you respect? A man like Supercat Bus? Um, just being in that element. When I like performing, it feel like just me perform somewhere. When I go like, mm-hmm. but if you see Barrington Levy and if you see Supercat and if you see, you know what I mean, Sham, mm-hmm. and just the way all them rough up the stage, I know it, it was a look on Westin and people in that stage, and I say yeah, oh, it's sound in there. Mm-hmm. Dexter when Dexter run out, when TJ run out, and it's just a nice energy. When mm-hmm. I being there was nicer than the performance to me. Got you because performances you're going to work. Right, me just go share it. I know say I might think that, but being there for experience all of that. It was great, and it just made me start to say, more I would do, we need this for yourself. We don't want to be a part of somebody thing. We want this for yourself. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Another massive thing that you did, and I don't think you realize how big it was, you being on Arsenio Hall with you and Sean Paul. Yeah. Do you, you realize how massive and great something like that was? Huge. Yeah. Crazy enough, Sean Paul are the only artist who ever called me up on a stage. It was... um. Was... I sang with me and him the film album and him go Costa Rica mm-hmm. and him just say Foud. And I'm the only big artist ever. <laughs> me never opened the show for nobody yet. Me never, I still never opened the show. Yeah. So it come like it, it's still there zero. <laughs> it's still there zero. I <laughs> still never opened the show for nobody yet for real star. I never get that mentorship there yet yeah. where I feel like would I, you know, would I be a, a difference maker. 
But you but say shout out to big up to Sean Paul for real. You say it's work all the time. Yeah, performance is performance. I get that. But being on Arsino, how did that feel? Because that's millions upon millions upon millions of people watching that. Yeah, big up Arsino. But more of the excitement was for just a work with Sean Paul. Mm -hmm. For me still, because Sean Paul them and the, is the standard for me. Mm -hmm. So big up RC Hall, people who older than me might be more excited than me about being on that show. But I get it. But the fact say a Sean Paul album and him something like that, that was the real mm -hmm. kicker for me. What what excites you, conscience? No, everything, you know. No. Mm, everything. Yeah. Everything in a in a in a this thing on him life. Mm -hmm. Excited. Just get a new band out here. Congratulations. The excitement. You know what I mean? We get some plaques that come in, we get some singles that added this and added this. We try to reinvent yourself to Jamaican people again in this thing we are going on in the TikTok era. And it, it, it's just exciting for me and nice. But somebody like you are supposed to thrive on TikTok because of the catalog that you have. Yeah, but in terms of new music, mm. like it's still a challenge to get out new music, and that is exciting. I seen you do the um, remix to the um, Taliban the other yeah. day. What made you decide? I know you do a lot of remix. Yeah. You you seem to be in love with music. Right. Love, you know. Right. Love, love, love. What made you decide to, hey, you know what? Let me do this. I feel like we're the only genre when I do that. Like mm -hmm. every other genre, um, a big song come out, every other artist endorse it. Mm -hmm. And put them spin on it and it do more for the song, more for the artist. And the Taliban's remix mm -hmm. too. Chris Brown just the one. Yeah. I don't see no more Jamaican do none. Mm -hmm. But it, it's supposed to, like, I made it do one for Dexter song too, one for, um, and it's not about trying for attach and pan people. I, because it don't no work out for me. My thing I would sell is that I got to be free. Yeah. So, you see me do the Dexter one, and it still never go up on the official Dexter remix. Mm -hmm. Jada Kingdom of a song, I do the remix before it come out. Like, it's just, you need to make the music be fun and, and nice and endorse artists too, and, and give credit and say, yo, that song is bad, bad enough. It's so bad mm -hmm. that while me in a studio, I do one, or, you know what I mean? I take time and, yeah. Because of the love of music. You love it, yeah. yeah. Got something, got one more before we get into the festival you're here for. You're in tune with stuff. AI. What's your thought on AI and the music business? I don't know about it. Me hear them use people's voice and, and do some something. I don't really have much info about it and... I feel like I something we feel leave alone for the time being. I would tell you the opposite. If you're not, it's something you should spend at least 40 to 50 to 60 to 100 hours researching and understanding what's going to happen once this comes into play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the, this shift is bigger than the internet itself when it comes to music. And you've seen how music shifted when it came to internet. Well, you see, you don't watch TV, you don't watch movie. Of I see AI and I don't know if we ramp with. You stay there. <laughs> go on, but I have enough ammunition still and something I wait. Yeah. Yeah. Something I go and look upon it. Yeah. You enjoy AI. If you learn nothing, show me. Well, listen, we'll talk after, but there's a lot of eh? stuff going on. All right. You know what I mean? Right now, you're in Toronto. Couple days yeah. before the big show. This Canada Day weekend, all right? Carrie Fest Music Festival. You know who's on it? Yeah. Your good friend, 
Charlie Black. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, my dog, man. Hey, watch out. Like, oh, oh, it, oh the, 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 the man them where? Where my, where my dog them, I'm a partner with for keep this black shadow them. Them link, man. So, yo, yeah, you try. So, it's like Charlie Blacks, I'm a youth. We don't even realize I'm a youth, you know. I'm Listen, a dog, you guys you know? are inexperienced. Yeah, me never realize. I'm a Kenya over there yeah. and have a, one, one of the greatest moments in a music for a long while. Mm-hmm. And when I call out Charlie from my show at Kenya, I see dance and music lift up the, the venue in the air. I mean, I say, mm-hmm. yo, just give me a, a great feeling, you know. Yeah. And we do song together, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I, I would say, not so much friends, but we have a strong, strong respect for each other. But you know, I point out to me, say it kind of the universe kind of set it that way. They may never really look at it that way. Yeah. Inexplicably, from, I mean, almost from jump. We never look at it so. But yeah. You have a money song, he has a money song. You have a girl song, he has a girl song. And they were never competing, but they just happened Directly. to be. It was never like direct competition, mm-hmm. but it just happened. Um, he have yeah. one of the biggest songs in a dance hall, Party Animal. Mm-hmm. Here comes Broke Off and Max. Biggest song in that. You know what I mean? International songs. Yeah. Yeah, I get it now. I see it. Yeah, no, I will start running back the fire and see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's you, Charlie Black, another person you've been linking with enough to, Mr. Killer. Yeah. All right. How did that link even come around? I don't know. I mean, he's just a fan of, of Soka, first of all. I hear your big Soka songs. Yeah, and then Monday are stage God for Caribbean. So. When we had, when we had the when the team at show names to see who I want to represent, mm-hmm. the man that definitely was the top name. You know what I mean? And Nyla Blackman. He just a girl and I love her voice and I just love her voice and her persona. Mm-hmm. See and that was before she dropped all the new thing them were there. So, you know, so we just genuinely love her, not just for hat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there are a few artists that we did try to get and couldn't get. And it worked out, turned into a nice package. Jadel yeah. is a nice upcoming uh, upcoming one, Imani Ray, a nice one. Like it's just a nice package and we're gonna make sure the show, you know, drawn out and you know what I mean we wanna keep the energy party fit that we wanna keep the whole energy. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you bring to the, the table. Right. The party high energy, high High tempo. energy. Yeah. High energy, no dead ear. We wanna make sure it's a liquor easy to get to water, easy to get to food, easy to get to want it to come to you as a matter of fact. Mm. We wanna make sure it's yeah, secure. We just want it to be a nice experience. Yeah. To show them people in in, in a Toronto so dance hall is still powerful and when it come together with Soka is a beautiful thing. Yeah. When when was the last time you performed in Toronto? I know you were on the, the, the you were on the school tour. Which one? You were the college, the college tour the other tour. day. Right, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. I think it was last year, Jerkfest. Mm-hmm. You were here for Jerkfest. Yeah, two shows, back to back. Yeah, they do the Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. What could they expect from you this Sunday, July 2nd, at Carry Music You Reg- see the lineup from mm-hmm. madness, madness, madness from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And we have structured the performances that we only never see before. So make sure to forward out, get the tickets them right now, if none left. Zane, just get the tickets them right now. I take it gateway, and yeah, man, come on, come have a good time. You know what? I got a good one. Give them a medley of some of the hits they could expect to hear from you this Sunday, July second. Hear me now. Me can't believe man asked me to give medley right now to them people. If you don't know me, turn on the yard here, sir. Yeah, girl a bubble. Oh, you want me sing them? Yeah, of course. And you know, you know, read them a play. A cappella. Gala that showed so me glad me come out. Gala bubble, bubble, gala bubble. What this make you feel like though? We not right, no fear nobody. 
No boy, no better than. Girl, if you toast, touch me, no like you. If you can't mash hands, me no. Well, I saw me, and I saw me, and I saw me, and do me one thing, and me no follow back, man. Shut my own apart. Must let boss, you know. All right, see them, man. I'm going to drink I can't wait to actually see you and Charlie on the stage. And I know you guys are going to perform the new song you guys came up with last yeah. year, too. You understand? And then Mr. Killer is going to come in and do his thing. Nally, a black man, mechanic, TID, everybody. It's going to be a proper show Sunday, July 2nd, Toronto, Canada Day. Right. Banquet Hall, not inside, but outside. outside. Yeah. Of course. We so, can't have conscience here in the summer and we're going no, inside. It's not going to happen. So outside, we're outside. Ladies, come out just how you're supposed yeah. to be dressed. Tugs them, leave all gone at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Conscience. Little fam. I knew this was going to be an epic, open conversation, but this exceeded what I had in mind. Respect. You understand? Thank you for coming through and sitting in the studio and making it happen. Big up. You understand? Got a big up OH, OHS promo, Black Shadow, Omar, all of them for actually making it happen. Big man right here, big up yourself too. You know what I mean? They came through, they made it happen. Conscience in the building, ready to tear down the place Sunday. Make sure you guys get your tickets. Where? Ticket gateway. Don't delay. Yeah. Get it. Get it. Boom. Any shout outs, any big ups, leave some contacts where they could check you out on social media before I get you out. Shout out all the fans them from day one. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the new fans them. Shout out to everybody else. Bailey scroll past and see this and say, yo, watch where I go on. I want to see you all. July the 2nd. Check me out on Instagram at conscience. K-O-N-S-H-E-N-S. Enough love. Kandan in the building. Bad. You get it? Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle and this has been another Two-Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.